This podcast is sponsored by Monarch Money. Are you saving to reach your financial goals? Reaching those goals isn't just about getting more money, but by managing what you have. And the best way to manage your money? Monarch Money. Monarch Money is a new kind of finance app that's intuitive, powerful, ad-free, and takes the headaches out of budgeting. Try it free when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Monarch puts all your accounts, investments, transactions, and finances at your fingertips. With a complete view of your finances, you'll gain insights on your spending and find new ways to save. Plus, Monarch lets you customize your dashboard, collaborate with your partner, set custom budgets and goals, and track your progress toward them. See why Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it, and why the Wall Street Journal named Monarch Money the best budgeting app overall. Get a 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H money.com slash podcast for your free trial. monarchmoney.com slash podcast. There is a goal here, and the goal is to sexualize children, to provide minors with sexually explicit material, and then hide this content from the parents. Hide it by changing the messaging, avoiding the heat by saying, no, no, these are not the droids you're looking for. This is not about sexually explicit content. Senator Mike Lee yesterday telling the truth on camera, something that doesn't happen often enough in Washington, D.C., along with Senator John Kennedy. Doing a great job, and it's true, and that was, uh, he was talking about Deborah Caldwell Stone, the chief legal counsel for the American Library Association, who says that gay child, well, it's porn, gay child porn, is about diversity and inclusion for, for gay child rapists? Is that the, uh, because all that's illegal, what they're describing there, those are felonies that will land you in prison, hopefully for decades. And then in prison, you'll have a very bad time. But that was exposed yesterday in our news media. Uh, They're attacking the senators that brought it to light because no big deal. And childhood poverty has doubled under Joe Biden. No big deal. That's that's no problem. And still David Ignatius talks, oh, his many great accomplishments. Right? What a schmuck. What a schmuck. Uh, Here's a uh, a story, and this came up when I was uh, speaking to a listener, uh, one of our valued wonderful, beautiful listeners that called in earlier. Whistleblower alleges CIA offered officials money to change view of COVID origins. Intel community has not concluded whether COVID was spurred by a lab leak or a natural exposure. Yeah, it's uh, anybody's guess at this point. How many decades do you think? You know, we get lied to more than like cheap street prostitutes in Baltimore. Why Baltimore? I don't know. Why not? Fox News has the story. A CIA whistleblower has told Congress that the agency, the CIA, offered officials on a team investigating COVID-19's origins, quote, significant monetary incentive, end quote, to change their positions. Their initial position was that the COVID, the Wuhan Red Death, originated out of a a leak from the Wuhan lab. And they changed their determination to unable to determine. See? Because they were offered significant monetary incentives by the corrupt CIA, 51 intelligence 
officers signing on to the felonious 51 letter falsely claiming that Joe Biden, that that Hunter Biden's laptop and the reporting mostly by Miranda Devine at the New York Post had all the earmarks of Russian disinformation. That's when that was the moment at which every American should lose confidence and faith in the CIA and in our intelligence community. And again, I spent 10 years working with covering the Central Intelligence Agency, been to the headquarters many times and briefings and dinners out. And in the director's office, I, I rode the, uh, the CIA director's elevator. He has a private elevator, goes from the lobby, you know, near the memorial wall with the stars and the bronze statue of Wild Bill Donovan, founder of the OSS. And, and uh, you go past that and uh, you go to the director's elevator uh, and only the director and his inner circle ride that elevator. Took the elevator, goes right into, it's like Get Smart, goes right into the director's office, the CIA director's office. And I did, uh, the first time on the elevator, I did hum the Get Smart theme song as we were going up because it struck me as the right thing to do. But back to the CIA lying to us over here because a whistleblower has come forward and only Fox News has the story. And David Ignatius, who's a stooge for the intelligence community, will not cover the story because he's a stooge. Fox News Digital obtained letters. House Coronavirus Subcommittee Chairman Brad Weinstrup and House Intelligence Committee Chairman Mike Turner sent to the CIA and to a former official. Says the Select Committee on the Coronavirus Pandemic and the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence have received new and concerning whistleblower testimony regarding the agency's investigation into the origins of COVID-19. Wenstrup and Turner wrote to CIA Director William Burns, who is invisible, a multi-decade senior-level current agency officer has come forward to provide information to the Congress as a whistleblower. The media will trash him and try to destroy him because we don't have a legitimate news media. To the committees regarding the agency's analysis into the origins of COVID-19. The whistleblower told Congress that the CIA assigned seven officers to a COVID discovery team, which consisted of multidisciplinary and experienced officers with significant scientific expertise. According to the whistleblower, at the end of its review, six of the seven members of the team believed that intelligence and science were, signi- were uh, uh, sufficient to make a low-confidence assessment that COVID-19 originated from a laboratory in Wuhan, China. I, I did that from my couch in Washington, D.C. The seventh member of the team, who also happened to be the most senior, was the one officer to believe COVID-19 originated through zoonosis, that is, through natural origins rather than the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which received funding from Dr. Anthony Fauci in the form of U.S. taxpayer dollars. The whistleblower further contends that to come to the eventual public determination of uncertainty, the other six members were given significant monetary incentive to change their position. Congressman Weinstrup and Congressman Turner said the allegations come from a seemingly credible source 
and requires the committees to conduct further oversight of how the CIA handled its internal investigation into the origins of COVID-19. The CIA naturally has denied the charges. Now, have you denied that you put out this felonious 51 letter? That was a pack of lies about the Hunter Biden laptop. CIA spokesperson Tammy Kupperman Thorpe. Tammy Kupperman is an old friend of mine, and we worked together at the Pentagon. She was actually the producer for NBC News at the Pentagon when I was assigned to the Pentagon for CNN. And uh, that was Tammy Kupperman. And then she married my friend Frank Thorpe, uh, who was a naval officer at the time and uh, retired as a one-star, I believe. Tammy Kupperman Thorpe said, At CIA, we are committed to the highest standards of analytic rigor, integrity, and objectivity, notwithstanding a few glaring examples. Hey, when are you going to release those JFK documents? We do not pay analysts to research, to reach specific conclusions, said Tammy. We take these allegations extremely seriously, and we are looking into them. Uh, we're looking forward to a response in 20 or 30 years when the JFK documents come out. We will keep our Congressional Oversight Committee appropriately informed. You may remember under Obama, the CIA and John Brennan spied on the Senate Intelligence Committee, hacked into their computers, stole stuff from them, and John Brennan lied to them about hacking into the Senate Intelligence Committee computers. And then there were no consequences for that. A CIA official says analysts are often given bonuses for work already completed. Wink, wink. Therein lies the rub. Not to reach certain conclusions. Wink, wink. Rub, rub. Honestly. So this is a, an amazing story. Lawmakers set a deadline of September 26th of 2023 for the CIA to turn over all records regarding the establishment of the COVID discovery teams. Now, that's a, uh, that's a big deal. This is a big deal. And uh, Tammy's a friend of mine. Her husband, Frank Thorpe, is a friend of mine. I like them both very much. I think they're truth tellers and truth seekers. But I don't trust the CIA any farther than I could uh, throw the building. Now, let's, uh, let's get to the mailbag. Let's get to the mailbag. I hope I have time. Let's give myself time. From First Sergeant Mike, First Sergeant Mike asks, Chris, your show, your show is the best three hours of my work day. Please don't leave radio. I have no intention of leaving radio. I love doing radio. How about you tell us uh, <laughs> what you do with Nancy Pelosi's legal advice about yelling wolf in a theater? <laughs> I'll get suspended again if I say it. <laughs> You may remember Nancy Pelosi with the famous Nancy Pelosi quote. The Constitution does not say that a person can shout, yell wolf in a crowded theater. Can't yell wolf. The Constitution doesn't say you can yell wolf in a crowded theater. That's Nancy Pelosi attacking the First Amendment and free speech. Tell us what you'd do with Nancy Pelosi's legal advice about yelling wolf in a theater. You know what, uh, First Sergeant Mike? I might make uh, t-shirts. I might make t-shirts with Nancy Pelosi's face saying that the Constitution doesn't protect your right to yell wolf in a crowded theater because uh, she announced that she's running for re-election again now at the age of 83. Um, and she had some crazy stuff to say. I hope I can get to that, although I got too much stuff today. I think I might make t-shirts and posters for the wall for Sergeant Mike, honestly. 
I'll get suspended again if I say it, says First Sergeant Mike. That's pretty funny. When I meet you in person, you get a beer for that one, First Sergeant Mike. Dexter K. says, my uncle died a week following Mother's Day. He's being buried at Arlington, Arlington National Cemetery, December 6th, 12-6, he says. Please explain how it takes six months and two weeks to bury our Vietnam veterans at Arlington National Cemetery. Very backed up. It is very backed up at Arlington uh, because the number of people that are eligible for burial at Arlington Cemetery based on service and awards and, and other things. And it is very backed up. And they, you know, the 3rd Infantry Regiment, which presides uh, over the burials there, uh, is understaffed, undermanned. Uh, don't have uh, enough people to uh, to do it. And we've got a lot of World War II veterans and Korean War veterans and a lot of uh, veterans that are eligible. And it is backed up and it is ridiculous. And uh, during the Wuhan, it got even worse because the communists were playing with biological warfare agents in the Wuhan Institute of Virology in Wuhan, China, where the communists reside. And it is backed up and it is ridiculous and it is inexcusable and they should expand the staffing for the 3rd Infantry Regiment, to accommodate this, because you're absolutely right, six months is completely ridiculous and inexcusable. And Joe Biden and Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense, and Thoroughly Modern Milley, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, who wants an all-transgender military, should be taken to task on this, but we don't have a news media in America. Otherwise, it might be an issue. Cheryl Ann, 2875, says, Good morning, Chris. If and when you and your best girl retire, will you move out of D.C.? If so, where? Please don't retire anytime soon. I really enjoy your radio show. Well, we don't have any intention to retire anytime soon because, you know, we don't have enough money, uh, for one thing. <laughs> That's only one thing. And I love doing my job, and my best girl loves doing her job. And, and uh, we do like, uh, even though it's gone crazy and crime is now off the charts because Democrats love crime and criminals and you know, it's their kids. They're protecting their kids. Uh, where would we retire? You know, we talk about that a lot. We love the mountains. We uh, like it out west. We like it where uh, there is not a lot of Democrat crime. Um, and we talk about it all the time. From, you know, Middleburg to Winchester in Virginia and farther out into the Shenandoah. And we talk about keeping our place in D.C., but having a, another place where Americans are proud to be Americans. Uh, and that gives us a lot of options, you know from Wyoming, which we like very much, um, to lots and lots of places. And we talk about it all the time, and we have no idea, truth be told, because we're still work, work, working, you know? Virginia Chilcutt. Thank you for the nice words, though, Cheryl Ann. From Virginia Chilcutt, who's your favorite Democrat? Do you even have one? It's a great question. It's a great question. Uh, and it's a tough one, too. And I wrestled with this. Maybe Tulsi Gabbard has a lot of qualities. John F. Kennedy was a good Democrat, and then a communist shot him in the head. Either that or the CIA. They still haven't released those documents. And I also wrote down Ronald Reagan. You know, he was a Democrat, and then he stopped being a Democrat and uh, started being Ronald Reagan and a great Republican. I started as a Democrat and then became a Republican because of Ronald Reagan. So Tulsi Gabbard, JFK, and Ronald Reagan are the names that I wrote down. I also wrote down Dave Chappelle. Because, you know, he's a Democrat, but I like Dave Chappelle a lot. He's smart and clever and funny, and he, and he likes the truth. And I'd be happy to sit down and eat food and drink beer with Dave Chappelle and with Ronald Reagan. 
and with John F. Kennedy and with Tulsi Gabbard. Sit down and have beers with any of those people. Two of them are not available anymore, but, you know. And I have one more mailbag question still coming up. You know, President Biden's scheme to introduce a digital dollar and replace the American dollar is underway. And it's vital to understand the potential consequences because forget about what they're telling you. This is not in our best interest at all. Time is of the essence, so taking action now to get smart is a really great idea. You can help protect your savings, your retirement, your family from the risks of Joe Biden's digital dollar scheme by diversifying your retirement money with IRAs in gold and silver. Precious metals, my friends. Call the experts at American Alternative Assets, great friends of our radio broadcast. Call American Alternative Assets today at 888-4-GOLD-20. 888-446-5320. They'll give you all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance of gold and silver will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yes, one more mailbag question uh, still coming up. And then uh, the Democrats and the media responding to uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy's announcement yesterday of an impeachment inquiry. God, they're corrupt. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. All right, and uh, one more mailbag question today from Susan. Susan says, with the Biden impeachment inquiry looming now theoretically underway, will Biden's dementia suddenly become severe and he'll have no recollection of any of Hunter Biden's business associates or the $20 million in various bank accounts? Um, Susan, uh, you're uh, very wise. I suspect that will become a defense for Joe Biden going forward because they'll play whatever card they have. You may recall Joe Biden said something crazy a couple of years ago, but, you know, the day may come when he's going to have to fake an illness and step down. If, if I reach something where there's a, a fundamental disagreement we have based on a moral principle, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll develop some disease and say I have to resign. I'll develop some disease and say I have to resign. He's announcing that he's, he's planning lies years in advance. He's got... He's thinking, well, here's how big a liar I am. Man, I'm such a liar. I'm plotting my lies that may not roll out for years. I'm going to fake a disease of some kind, and then I'll resign. I've got to step down because I'm such a liar and a fake and a fraud. And I assume he'll plagiarize the disease that, that he fakes as well. Pretty amazing. Um, yes, uh, yes, Susan, I do think that they will play that card when the day comes. You bet. Oh, poor Joe. Leave him alone. He can't remember. 
Then he'll go back to his multi-million dollar house that he couldn't possibly afford on a salary for a member of Congress. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Now, I want to share with you a, uh, a soundbite that Kevin flagged for us today, and it's out of the press conference in Pennsylvania, and apparently there's a reporter there with a, uh, a sense of humor. The Little Rascals, you know, from the 1930s, uh, Spanky and Buckwheat and Alfalfa and the whole gang, Butch, and... Um, and and there's this guy is remembering a scene, the Little Rascals. The I think the Three Stooges did this, and the Marx Brothers too, uh, because this guy they caught the illegal alien murderer from Brazil is kind of a short guy, somewhat diminutive. So the reporter asks, he said uh, to the police, <laughs> Pennsylvania police guy, he says, "Were you afraid that uh, Danello was going to find another short person, sit on his shoulders, put on a long trench coat, and uh, then you wouldn't be able to find him?" And uh, the, <laughs> the lieutenant colonel from the Pennsylvania State Police responded appropriately. But listen, it's a little, you don't get a lot of Little Rascals references anymore in the long trench coat with one short guy on the shoulders of another short guy. Was there any concern that he would team up with another small man to step inside the trench coat Little Rascal style? No. <laughs> Is there, was, was there any concern that he would team up with another small man? Uh, and get on his shoulders and put on a long trench coat, and then you wouldn't be able to find him. And uh, the uh, Pennsylvania State Police Lieutenant Colonel paused and said, "Um, no, no, that was not a concern. However, he did say that there were people in Pennsylvania that were seeking to help him. There were people in Pennsylvania that had been making efforts to help the escaped illegal alien murderer and uh, they should be rounded up, too. They should be uh, handcuffs. They should go to the D.C. jail into the solitary confinement cells and left there forever without lawyers. What do you think? They're trying to help the illegal alien wanted for murder in Brazil, convicted of murder in the United States, escaped prisoner with a rifle, and there were Democrats in Pennsylvania, and make no mistake, they were Democrats, who were trying to help him uh, elude the police. Because, like I've said already several times today, they love murder. They love crime. They love criminals. And there is a sickness in the Democrat Party. A sickness that is really out of control. Kids, gay sex, schools, anti-police, pro-crime, pro-criminal, shooting people, killing people, open borders helping illegals, they, uh, they are not on our side. There is a sickness out there, and its name is Democrats. I know, I'm going to work on the grammar. All right, let's go to, uh, speaking of Democrats, let's go to the Democrats lying about 
Uh, Kevin McCarthy yesterday, we played the entire Kevin McCarthy statement for you yesterday, moments after he made the statement announcing the opening of a an inquiry, an impeachment inquiry, right? And um, now the Democrats, they've come out and they're lying, and that means the media too. Also, I hope we get to Mo Yarbrough, you know, Joe Scarborough of Joe and Mika uh, on MSDNC, because Joe Spar- Scarborough says uh, that uh, today that he and Mika, they spend all their time with uh, Democrat politicians, mostly naked, I think. And uh, and he say, said every Democrat they talk to offline, not on television, says that Joe Biden is too old to run for re-election. But they're such liars that none of them will say it on camera in public because they're liars and they lie all the time because they're Democrats and they love gay child porn. All right, but let's go to uh, let's go to the Democrats. There's a Democrat congressman named Jerry Conley who should really be a bartender. Now, and I don't mean to insult bartenders, uh, for whom I have the greatest respect. But Jerry Conley, as a dumb Irish guy, my mother, wonderful Irish woman, Jerry Conley is a dumb Irish guy who should be a bartender, but he's a Democrat member of the House of Representatives, and he lies all the time. They all lie. They're all liars. Let me just say And Joe Scarborough said, oh, yeah, everybody tells us Joe Biden's too old. And what he revealed there in saying that is that they're all liars. That's what Joe Scarborough was actually saying. Here's Jerry Conley, ought to be a bartender. There is zero evidence Lie. any malfeasance on the part of President Joe Biden. Lie. Just a flagrant, ridiculous lie. What an outrageous lie. What a stupid man. Uh, he gives a, a bad name. We have the, the Democrat from Illinois giving a bad name to Greeks, you know, with the gay child porn and the lube and all that stuff. And now we've got Jerry Conley giving a bad name to Irish people because, you know, the stereotype is they drink too much and they're dumb and, you know, that's why we have paddy wagons and billy clubs because, uh, you know, paddies and billies. That's the that's the thing. Those are both Irish slurs. Uh, but, you know, we kind of embrace those. Those are okay. Debbie was a man schnitz. She is terrible and should not have had that facial makeup tattooed on in 1977 in Redondo Beach, California. That was a big mistake. Debbie was a man schnitz. Kevin McCarthy and House Republicans particularly the extreme extreme MAGA wing of his caucus, particularly. are essentially just an arm of the Trump campaign. They are afraid. They, they know they have nothing there, that there's been no evidence. And so they're using this word inquiry. He just said they're going to move forward on impeachment. There is no evidence. Oh, and they don't have the vote. You know why they, you know why they didn't have the vote? Oh, Kevin McCarthy promised he was going to have a vote on launching an impeachment inquiry. Well, you know what he said uh, correctly? Well, Nancy Pelosi is the one who broke that precedent with two impeachments in the House against President Trump over a phone call to Ukraine asking about the Biden family corruption, which we now know is true, and over the fake dossier, which was Hillary Clinton's opposition research, and they didn't have a vote in the House. And it's like, I remember when um, Harry Reid decided they don't need 60 votes in the Senate to confirm Barack Obama's radical left-wing, anti-American, anti-constitutional judges and it was Mitch McConnell at the time at the time said, you're going to regret that decision probably sooner than you'd like. And sure enough, a short time later, Mitch McConnell was confirming Supreme Court justices nominated by Donald Trump with 50 votes in the Senate instead of 60. And uh, that was it should have been a lesson learned, but they never learned any lessons. 
And then Nancy Pelosi says, well, we don't need to have a, a vote, a procedural vote to move forward with an impeachment inquiry. And so Kevin McCarthy said, well, Nancy Pelosi set the precedent. We don't need to move forward with a procedural vote either before launching the impeachment inquiry. Debbie Wasserman Schnitz wasn't finished. They've acknowledged there's no evidence against Joe Biden. Lie. Uh, they, they are going to vote. The House has to vote. Lie. To move forward on an impeachment period. They're adding the word inquiry Lie. like they're still going to do some investigations. They've been investigating for months and months. They've acknowledged they have no evidence. That's a lie. I don't know how many lies she packed into that one, but she should be in handcuffs and be in the D.C. jail in solitary confinement with no lawyer for the next couple of years, I think. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries was raised largely by his radical extremist anti-Semite uncle, uh, Professor Leonard Jeffries, and now he's one of the Democrat leaders in the House of Representatives. Extreme MAGA Republicans Lie. have launched an illegitimate Lie. impeachment inquiry that is a kangaroo court. Lie. Fishing expedition Lie. and conspiracy theater Lie. rolled into one. That, that, these guys are bigger liars than ever before. They're actually be, right before our very eyes. It's like they're melting down and becoming bigger liars. Uh, John Fetterman, you, you see this guy? Yesterday he had somebody's head in his pocket. You see another senator's head in his pocket? And it reminded me of, nobody remembers it, the thing with two heads with Rosie Greer and Ray Milland, a really bad, I think, made-for-TV movie in the 1970s, and it's kind of a cult classic because it's hilarious. They strapped Ray Milland to Rosie Greer's back, and he walked around with Ray Milland on his back, and it looked like he had two heads, and it was one of the dumbest movies ever. And yesterday, John Fetterman, who is like a character from a horror movie, and he was wearing stupid shorts and a stupid shirt, and and uh, what a what a maroon this news that uh, Speaker McCarthy has formally launched an impeachment inquiry, has said he's going to... Oh my God, really? Oh my gosh. You know, oh, it's devastating. (laughs) Ooh, don't do it. Please don't do it. Oh no, oh no. We gotta run back to the office. Then he tore the arms off of a baby and ate them like drumsticks from a chicken. That's, uh, he's he's a monster. Honestly, I I wanted to play... um, Peter Boyle in Young Frankenstein as a quick clip of him. He's, you know, he's putting on the Ritz. He should really be singing, putting on the Ritz. Then Chuck Schumer, the Lizard King, he came out and lied like he always does, like the Lizard King. He's the Lizard King of Washington, D.C., the Lizard King of Capitol Hill. Uh, Chuckles Schumer. I think the impeachment inquiry is absurd. The American people want us to do something that will make their lives better, not go off on these chases and... Uh, witch hunts. You know, it'll make our lives better. Impeaching Biden and getting him out of office and let's impeach Kamala at the same time or follow the advice of David Ignatius at the Washington Post. And the two of them should just get out of the way. I, I, I am predicting that Joe Biden will be removed or step down. Um, and it will maybe surprise us when it happens. He's going to fake something. He already warned us years ago that he's going to fake illness. And the Lizard King, he's out there. And then the White House put out this little uh, liar. Uh, do you think he's transgender? His name is Ian Sams, which doesn't even sound American, does it? Ian Sams. And again, they're claiming there is no evidence. There's no. This is what the media is doing because they're an extension, an engorged uh, protrusion on the body politic of the Democrat Party. Here's Ian Sams in front of the White House yesterday. 
there is no evidence of wrongdoing by President Biden because President Biden didn't do anything wrong. And the purpose of what they're doing is a politically motivated, far-right, extreme series of attacks on the president and his family that are not rooted in the truth. Well, I don't know why the Republicans don't return fire with identical jargon, uh, lingo, uh, rhetoric, and uh, nail them for the being the people that loot and burn our cities and attack police stations and murder by the thousands and abort 40% of the black population and harvest their organs. They really need me up there, don't they? The party of crime and, and gay child rape and, uh, you know, let's, let's uh, return fire in kind. Congressman James Comer, uh, Chairman James Comer, uh, came out yesterday. And, uh, you know, the, I talked about it last week. The Democrats have stood up a war room because they're going to fire on Fort Sumter soon and reform their Confederate States of America before long. James Comer. They wouldn't have to set up a war room, Sean, if they would just provide the information that we've requested. And with respect to their bank records, we've already proven that his family got $20 million from foreign nationals. They can't say a single thing they did to earn the money. Whoa, details, details, you know. That's a, hey, what's your job? Um, money laundering? Um, influence peddling? Now, did you build anything? Did you provide legal services? <laughs> did you uh, anything at all? You know, we've got the emails. We've got the testimony from the Ukrainian prosti- uh, prosecutor. <laughs> there are prostitutes in there, too, but from because Hunter is there. Uh, but the Ukrainian prosecutor that was fired because Joe Biden ordered that it be fired while he was investigating Burisma, while Burisma was sending millions of dollars to the Biden family's bank accounts. Pay no attention to that. The head of Burisma has testified. Uh, the FBI informant in Ukraine has testified. Um, officials from Eric Schwerin and Tony Bobulinski uh, talking about Joe Biden being the big guy and getting a 10% cut of the China money. When are they getting millions from China for? Why did they get three and a half million from an oligarch in Moscow, in Russia, uh, whose late husband was the mayor of Moscow with close ties to Vladimir Putin, three and a half million dollars for what? What services were provided? Were they sexual in nature? Honestly, you got 150 plus suspicious activity reports from the Treasury Department. They were trying to hide it. You got the photos of Joe Biden with the business associates when he said he never knew anything about any of this. You got the laptop that says that Hunter Biden had to give half of his salary to his father that paid all his bills for 11 years. They had the cell phone that was offline that wasn't secure so Hunter could call him. You know, nobody had tap into that. You know, they can tap into your cell phone in your car, in your pocket, and just turn the microphone on and listen to everything. Do you know that? They can. The $20 million, all the whistleblowers, no, there's no evidence at all. Marjorie Taylor Greene on the same matter. What we have is mountains of evidence that show that the entire Biden family has has been enriched by tens of millions of dollars. Joe Biden is corrupt. His family is corrupt. And this is why the impeachment inquiry is so important. Congresswoman Nicole Meliotakis from Staten Island in New York City. Judiciary and Oversight were able to uncover a lot of facts that were concerning. Um, there were emails, bank records. That's all, just the bank records, the suspicious activity reports from the Treasury Department, the emails, the uh, the $20 million, the big houses, the the car, you know, uh, Hunter Biden had a, a, a foreigner buy, sent the exact amount, like a hundred and some odd thousand dollars to buy a a super expensive car, which he kept for a while. Then he swapped it out for another super expensive car. And the Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, said there's no evidence. 
honestly, you drag the dead body into the dining room, throw the bleeding dead body onto the middle of the dining room table, and they'd say, there's no evidence that anybody was. Congressman uh, Scott Perry, uh, and this is funny, a British reporter on Capitol Hill say, well, there's no evidence of any wrongdoing. What actual evidence do you have as opposed right. to allegations to show to the American public that would merit an actual impeachment? They don't follow the news. Joe Biden and prove that today isn't just about some of you. Oh, I don't know. McCarthy for the sake of enacting political revenge. Uh, this this isn't about political revenge. We have the bank accounts. This isn't, I, I mean, I got to tell you, it's absolutely uh, correct. No, we got to do Perry. Let's continue with Congressman uh, Scott Perry. Ma'am, you can see that the homes that the Bidens own can't be afforded on a, on a congressional or Senate salary. You also understand that it's not normal for family members to receive normal. millions of dollars from overseas interests. Those things aren't normal. That's not normal to have 20 shell country companies. These things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, but money laundering, if not influence peddling itself. Remember normal. Honestly, isn't that amazing? And uh, boy... Um, they, then the uh, silly reporters with their silly party line. That's what we have. If you can't see that, if you are, if you are that blunt, look, I'll turn it over to the attorneys. People can't see that. They think it's political revenge. It's because you don't report on it. <laughs> Just a minor detail. Uh, Congresswoman Nancy Mace also um, loaded for bear. Joe Biden could have opened a bakery in Beijing with as much dough as he and Hunter received from communist China. I mean, if he did nothing wrong, if he didn't sell out his country, then he should give us the bank records and we wouldn't have to do it this way. Nah. Come on, there's no evidence. Absolutely no evidence. They literally, I've been saying this for years because it's true, they literally do not follow the news. They get their news from each other in a hot tub late at night while microdosing LSD. Am I right? Michael thinks so. The laptop. Hey, I got to give half my salary to my father. Where'd those houses come from? The photographs of Joe with the foreign business partners, the $20 million, multiple whistleblowers, the IRS, the FBI. Tony Bobulinski, CEO of one of the Biden companies. He's the big guy, gets 10% out of China. Eric Schwerin, another Biden business associate. We got that random cell phone that Hunter Biden was paying for. Fire the prosecutor. 150-plus suspicious activity reports. No, there's no evidence. I remember when they demanded all kinds of documents and financial records and tax records from President Trump and no ifs, ands, or buts, and you may recall that there was nothing to see there. They call this a fishing expedition, right? And, um, you know, my friend Seton Motley said, you know what happens on fishing expeditions? You catch fish. That's why you go on fishing expeditions. And, uh, by the way, we already got a bucket full of fish over here. Let's go to, uh, let's go to the joke, morning joke, uh, with his semi-inflatable flotation device of a third wife, Mika Brzezinski, where he accidentally reveals that all the Democrats they know lie all the time when they're in public. Mika and I, uh, everybody we talk to, every political discussion, everybody, all, uh, it, it talks a lot about Trump, but when it comes to Joe Biden, people Trump. say, man, he's too old to run, isn't he? I mean, he's not gonna, he's not really gonna run. Every discussion, when I say every discussion, I don't mean 99% of the discussion, every discussion. 
and they're all Democrats. And then you put a camera in front of them and they lie to you. They lie to you like it's the Nuremberg trials. It's uh, They are the biggest pack of liars that hell ever sent down to earth or up, wherever they come from. They uh, That is now, he didn't mean to reveal that every Democrat, and he only talks to Democrats, are all liars, but he did. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord, we get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.